This is Twenties Inspired. I am on a mission to design my twenties around happiness and purpose through learnings from personal experiences, <laughs> books, podcasts, articles, and talks. I hope to inspire you to live a more happy and fulfilling life, according to you. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of 20s Inspired. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode number two. Very exciting for me, at least. (laughs) So I have just had my third coffee for the day and it is 1pm. So (laughs) can't guarantee yet how this is going to turn out. I guess we will see midway, midway? (laughs) halfway through the episode, whether I am absolutely buzzing and just talking nonsense or whether it's going to work in my favor. I am, yeah, I'm having about three coffees a day at the moment, which is getting a bit ridiculous. I really need to reel it in. It's really not good for the bank either. (laughs) I do have a pod machine at home, but I'm one of those really annoying coffee snobs who just insists on having their coffee bought and barista made anyway. So yes, it's not great for the bank account, but you know, I love it. So we do it anyway. We do it anyway. Now, today's episode is about feeling lost versus feeling behind in your 20s. There is a difference between feeling lost and feeling behind in your 20s. Feeling lost comes from a lack of direction, a lack of purpose, or maybe a lack of passion in what you want to do with your life. You're just not sure. You could also be down a path and realize that it's actually not for you. So you could be going through your degree or in your career path and realizing, oh, maybe it's not for me. And then you get those feelings of being lost and you're not sure what to do. Now, feeling behind comes from comparing your path that you're on to that of your peers. So this is an issue of self-comparison. This feeling comes from the idea that we are all on a race to live perfect lives and have great careers, great relationships, travel experiences, have many hobbies. We have all of these pressures on ourselves in our 20s to be amazing in all these different areas of our lives, which is so difficult to juggle and it's just unrealistic for a lot of us to be successful in all our endeavors. So I really do think that that's where our feelings of being behind in life come from because we can't be successful in every area of our lives and we look at our friends who are successful in maybe something that we haven't pursued yet and go, oh, maybe I should be doing that or I'm behind in that area. So... It happens to a lot of us. I put a poll out um, on my Instagram just because I was feeling it and I was like, is anyone else feeling this way? And about 85% of people said yes. So it is prevalent. So that is why this episode is here. So we can address these issues. And I will dive into how we can overcome these feelings and what sort of causes it later in the episode. So I just wanted to start off by laying out the difference between feeling lost and feeling behind 
Because once we can recognize that these are two different feelings, we can deal with them differently and I will get into both. So feeling lost in your 20s. Oh, I know this feeling very, very well. I have come across feeling lost multiple times and I'm only 22. So it actually started from leaving school. I wanted to be an actor and I was sold on the idea. I had told everyone, you know, that's my path. That's what I'm going to do. And then I auditioned for all the schools and ended up taking a gap year. Spoiler alert, I did not get in in case that wasn't obvious. Um, I took a gap year in 2019 and I went traveling with some of my best friends. And we did that for about six to seven months, went all around Europe and it was incredible. I absolutely fell in love with traveling. And before I went traveling, I was like, okay, I'm only going to go for, you know, these amount of months, I'll come back and then I'll start pursuing my acting career. Whereas when I actually went traveling, I fell in love with traveling and I couldn't get the travel bug out of my system. And I came back from Europe, which I will do a full episode on. I'll invite my best friend who I went with and we'll just do travel stories because I feel like that would be a fun episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, when I came back, I then felt quite lost again because I felt that my passion for acting was only throughout school and maybe it was a hobby and I didn't want to do it as a career. So then I, because I was scared of being lost, I went straight into a degree that I wasn't even that passionate about. It was event management, which I spoke about in the first episode. And I just dove straight into it because I didn't want to be in that unknown. I didn't want to be in that, oh, I don't know what I'm doing area. So I thought, you know what, if I just pick a degree and stick with it, then it'll all work out. Spoiler alert, (laughs) it did not work out. I mean, it did in the end. I ended up getting a job in the end, but the degree was not for me. And I've already spoken about that, so I won't dive into it. But then again, once I realized that I wasn't enjoying this degree, I then felt lost again and went down another path, went into fitness and health and fitness. And I moved up to Brisbane and started studying nutrition And then quickly realized again that it was a passion of mine and I didn't want to pursue a career as a dietitian. And I realized that pretty quickly as we were studying mostly chemistry. And for anyone who knows me, I should never have been studying chemistry. It is so not down my alley. So yes, I realized that one pretty quickly. And then again, it came back, this feeling of being lost of what is my path, what is my purpose, what, why am I confusing my passions with my work life, can you have both, should you be pursuing your passion as your work life, all of these big questions and in the end it ended up working out but I did have all of these feelings of being lost and not knowing what I want to do with my life and just bouncing back and forth was quite difficult And yeah, I had in the time I had put all this pressure on myself of, 
no, you've chosen this, now you absolutely have to go down this path and you can't leave uni again because that's embarrassing and it's a failure. But it's so not true. Once I removed this pressure of it's okay to let yourself feel lost and to just sit in it for a minute and not jump straight into the next task that you're not that passionate about, once I let myself sit in that, I actually started to discover what I loved doing. And that was the best part of accepting being lost. So I personally gained a lot from the acceptance of feeling lost. It allowed me to just take time for myself and to indulge myself in different passions and different hobbies and to discover what makes me tick and to just and to discover what I love versus when I was just afraid of the unknown and afraid of being lost. I wouldn't accept it. I would dive into something straight away and get myself trapped in another degree that I hated and then had to explain to everyone again that I'm leaving. Whereas if I just in the first place listened to my feelings and went, okay, I don't know what I want to do, so I'm not going to dive into something immediately. I probably would have come to a better conclusion earlier. Now, I am going to get into why we feel lost because so many of us, at least a lot of my friends and the people I've spoken to and the research I have done, a lot of us feel lost in our 20s and it is so, so common. And just because someone looks on social media can be very misleading Just because someone looks like they have everything together and that their job is their passion and they're full of purpose and they're happy isn't necessarily the case. Social media can be extremely misleading where people are only posting the good things about their lives. It's a highlight reel. I mean, it's fair enough. (laughs) People aren't going to post the worst parts about their life, but it can be misleading for us who feel like we're not necessarily on the right track or we don't really know what we're doing to see all of our friends looking like they are just smashing it, you know? So why do we actually feel lost in our 20s? Why is this such a common occurrence? So number one point that I have researched is, and it makes a lot of sense, the lack of blueprint and the lack of structure. So All throughout the education system, we have strict, rigid structures. From the age we are able to speak, we have had routines and a blueprint, a system for how we will spend the next, you know, 12 years of our lives. And after graduating from year 12, a lot of us go into university or courses, which also contain rigid structures and routines. So we've never really had to make that many decisions. Yeah, we've had to make decisions about what sport we want to do, what our electives are and, you know, who we're going to be friends with, those sorts of decisions. But we've never had to make big life decisions because for our whole lives, they've been made for us. So we've never experienced this. And then all of a sudden we finish our studies, whether that was at year 12 year 10 maybe, or whether that was after a course or university, and we enter the adult world with no blueprint for how we are supposed to live, no day-to-day structure dictating our 20s. We don't have 
alarm bells of being in class at this time and making sure that you're at your lecture at this time and having only a few days off. We have now all of this time to fill up with our careers and all of these decisions all at once. You know, are we going to stay in our hometown? Are we going to leave? Are we going to travel first? Or are we going to dive straight straight into our careers? It's all of these decisions we have to make at once. And we get a whole lot of advice right after year 12, a whole lot of advice about what we should be doing from society. You know, everyone has their two cents on when you leave school or when you leave university, what the next step should be. But it's really hard to listen to yourself when sometimes you don't even know what you want. I feel like this is why people go on to do further studies and additional courses and remain in the education system because stepping into the unknown is very scary. Having to tell your relatives at Christmas what you're doing with your life and how far you have come after graduating is a conversation that a lot of us like to avoid particularly if we are feeling lost. (laughs) That is the number one question is, okay, what's next? Okay, you've left that degree. Uh, what, What are you doing now? What is the plan? Run me through it. And in times where I felt really lost, that was the worst question to answer because I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. And that is okay. That is perfectly okay. You don't have to know what you are doing. Most of us don't. So a lot of us feel that once we complete the education system, the pressure is on. So people tend to delay leaving, which is very understandable. They do another two years because maybe then they'll have a plan. They'll have their next five years figured out if they just have more time. And this is what I would like to encourage. You don't need to have a plan You don't need to have the next five years figured out before you step into it. You know, sometimes you just need to be in the unknown because that's where the best things can happen. Maybe you have just finished a degree that you hated and you're now feeling the pressure to get a nine to five job involving the degree that you didn't like because at least then you'll be starting the race, right? You'll be starting your way down a path. And you'll be away from the unknown. You'll have a set routine, a structure, a safety blanket and escape from feelings of uncertainty. But this won't necessarily guarantee you happiness or purpose. Jumping into something straight away for the safety of being in something and telling everyone, oh no, I've got a job, I've got you know, this internship or I've got this in this company. It's not going to guarantee you happiness and purpose. So the lack of blueprint and structure creates a whole lot of uncertainty. This is highly studied. It is a highly studied psychological concept and I have really enjoyed digging into it. It is in our nature to fear the unknown. As human beings, we fear uncertainty and and a lack of a plan, which is so evident in our society. I think we can all relate to this. We crave structure and belonging. One peer-reviewed article even goes as far to suggest that the fear of the unknown may be just one of our greatest fears as 
a species, which is crazy if you think about it. But it also makes a lot of sense. So no wonder we feel so lost and confused and like we are in a crisis in our 20s because it is full of the unknown. So if humans in our innate nature, we are afraid of the unknown and we're afraid of uncertainty, no wonder we feel so lost because we need to sit in that uncertainty to find out what we love. So what I am getting at is that this feeling of needing to rush into a career path or rush into the rat race, I'm going to call it, (laughs) like hamsters on a wheel, after graduating is a shared feeling by so many of us. We just don't talk about it, online especially, The fear of not knowing what we want to do in our life is a shared feeling and I worry that it causes people to jump into degrees or careers that aren't right for them and I only say that because I have done that with degrees. (laughs) I have jumped straight into things and spent just time doing something that I wasn't loving and that was my management degree that was my nutrition degree I was only in them because I was afraid of the unknown to be perfectly honest I 100% value having education and value having a degree but I wasn't doing it because I was necessarily super passionate about the degree I was doing it because of fear of uncertainty and needing to keep up with the race and needing to keep up with my peers, even if I wasn't super sold on it. I just thought, you know what, if I start, I'll be a part of the race. And I want to acknowledge that because I think it stops us from, yeah, finding out what we actually love. I mean, I ended up working for an events and sales company and I absolutely loved it. So it did work out in the end. But It was the degrees that I was just wasting my time in, not doing what I loved. And that's what I'm trying to get across. So another reason why we feel lost in our 20s is because we have never had so many options before in life. We have never had instantaneous access to all of these incredible jobs that didn't exist before. We have all of these travel opportunities. We can go anywhere and we can do anything, which is amazing. And although having so many options is a great thing and it is very exciting, it does cause a lot of us to feel overwhelmed with what path to take when there are so many of them. It's that idea that the grass is always greener. You know, what if I choose this path, but... I actually was meant to go down this path or I've had one where I went down, for example, the nutrition path and then I was looking at my friend doing the exercise path and I was like, oh, maybe I should be doing that because I'd like that more or, you know, my brain was just constantly jumping between all these ideas and getting confused because I was, I had so, we have so many options. Now, someone who explores this idea Um, in a book which I absolutely love is Dr. Ranjan Chatterjee who wrote a fantastic book called The Stress Solution. I highly recommend this book to any and everyone. (laughs) It really helped me a lot and he explores the idea of micro stresses and how when when an individual is presented with too many decisions 
This can actually cause stress and decision fatigue. So yeah, I have definitely experienced decision fatigue. Um, I would even say that I am bordering on this right now. So this point really related to me. I have recently had to make so many life decisions and this is not a pity party by by no means at all. I just want to explain stories of how it relates. Um, Yeah, I've had to make some really difficult decisions lately and I've decided to delay my trip to Sri Lanka. I know I only announced this in my previous episode, but at the moment I, because I've Moved back to Sydney and I had to make a lot of really difficult decisions in Brisbane. My brain is almost just exhausted from having to make decisions. And I think I just need a very simple life for a couple of months. I need to just slow down. I need to enjoy my Sydney life. I need to build it back up to what I had before or just even to my Brisbane life. Because I feel like I'm just living in a bit of a limbo at the moment with you know, all these travel plans coming up, which I'm absolutely going to do, but I'm just delaying them by a couple of months to let my brain just relax and to not have to make all of these decisions. So it may sound really weird and maybe no one else can relate to this, but yeah, decision fatigue, I really felt it. And when Dr. Ranjan Chatterjee spoke about it in his book, I, yeah, I was able to really relate to it and go, okay, that's what I'm experiencing right now. Um, and I think it does relate to having so many options in life. And that's why some of us can get quite lost because we are exposed to all of these options and we don't know which one to pick and we're worried that we'll pick the wrong one. So just being aware of that. So yes, although having so many career and life options is really exciting and opportunistic, This can also be really overwhelming and cause feelings of being unlost, being unlost, being lost and unsure which path to take. Okay, so we get it. We're lost. (laughs) What do we do now? What are some strategies that we can implement to help us when we're feeling this way? So everything comes down to our mindset and how we choose to react to our experiences I truly don't see being lost as a negative. It's quite the opposite, actually. If we shift our mindsets, we can actually look at feeling lost or directionless as a huge positive and exciting endeavor. We get an opportunity to try new things and discover new passions. Now, I have put together a few things that have really helped me when I felt lost and wasn't sure what path to take or just a little bit directionless. The first one is my absolute favorite one. It is travel. I could not highly recommend traveling more when (laughs) when you're feeling lost. It just opens you up to new cultures, new ways of living and new experiences. You'll meet so many new people and expand your network and you may even come across someone who has a job in this which you didn't know existed before and you suddenly have a new path to go down. Traveling can also mean that you spend a lot of time with yourself. If it's whether you choose to go alone or even if you choose to go with people, 
you still learn so much about yourself and what you actually love doing. You know, you'll go to all these places and you'll find out, okay, I love doing this and this. I love waking up early in the mornings and exploring. And then you know that maybe you want to include that in your life back home. Things like that that you can really gauge or Do you love a fast-paced environment? Are you really one for the busy city? Does that mean that you can um, handle stress well? Would you like to be in events? Those sorts of questions um, can really, it can really just spark up different ideas and get you thinking about what you love doing when you're away from home, you're away from your normal environment. So you're really putting yourself in a position where you can learn a lot about yourself. So that would be my absolute biggest recommendation. (laughs) I love traveling. If you have not already noticed, I do not really need many excuses to travel. Um, I could be feeling anyway. I could be feeling sad and I'm like, okay, well, it's time to book a trip. (laughs) Or I could be feeling happy and I'm like, okay, well, let's make the most of it and go travel. (laughs) It's kind of dangerous, but um, yes, no, that will never, that will never not be an issue (laughs) in my life. Um, yes, back to what we can do when we're feeling lost. So without traveling, things we can do at home. There is a lot. Trying new hobbies. Just put yourself in a new sport or take up something that you have thought about doing before but just haven't done it. Like salsa dancing, for example. Or if you want to try surfing, get involved in different skills like increase your skill set you could look for communities in different sports or I'm just using sport as an example you could pick up acting you could do improvisation classes there are so many ways that you can throw yourself in just different communities and you'll just meet different sorts of people and from there you can speak to them about what they're doing and how they got there and you might spark a new passion in you And it can come from really random ideas like you may go to a drama class and realize that you love being in front of a crowd and then take up public speaking and decide to be a speaker or things like that that you wouldn't really consider doesn't mean you have to go and be an actor. It's transferable skills, seeing what you love doing. Another one that I highly recommend is doing short courses So I have done this recently. I did a course in radio and TV presenting um, just because why not? I obviously am starting a podcast. I have. um, And I thought, you know what? I want to meet people in this industry and just see what it's all about. Um, And I thought a radio course would be the great way, a great way to go about it. And the connections I made, I was so happy. I was like, oh, wow, I'm meeting people in the industry and seeing how they got there, which, me- which brings me on to the point of networking. This is such a huge one when you are lost. If you can increase your network, you will find out so much about different industries just through the people that you meet. So, for example, if you're doing a short course Just getting to know the instructor a little bit of whoever's teaching you and don't be afraid to spark up conversations because people love to help other people. It makes them feel good themselves. So my advice would be don't ever feel like you're being a nuisance by 
going up to someone and asking, you know, can I have a really quick chat to you about this? I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm not sure what my next path is. And this really interests me. Do not be afraid of doing that because what is the worst case, you know? What's the worst thing that can happen? They will give you a quick little speech about how they got there and that can give you a great idea of if you want to go down that path or not. I, When I was an intern in this company, I used it as an opportunity to network and to get to know the people that were around me and how they got there. So <laughs> I made it a thing that I would ask people to get coffee and I would go get coffee with them and I would just ask them questions about whether they love their job, how they got there, would they recommend it, what kind of skills you need. Um, and they gave me really honest opinions and I really valued that. So, and I took a lot from that. So you never know. Um, just increasing your network, getting out there, meeting people and seeing what can happen from there. Now, another one that can help with the decision fatigue. So when we are feeling like we have so many options and we just don't have the mental capacity to be making life decisions is limiting decision making as much as possible. So having routines can really help with this. This also really helps the first point of a lack of blueprint and structure that we spoke about Um, so when you leave the education system, suddenly you don't have a routine. So having a routine, I really recommend it. I have a morning routine. I don't stick to it all the time. It's just a little bit of a blueprint for when I wake up, I don't really have to make any decisions because I'm sort of on autopilot, just enjoying my morning and going through my routine. And it starts your day off really nicely too. So just having something some sort of structure to your day, whether that is eliminating decisions of what you're wearing. Can you just put it out the night before or can you limit the amount of things that you have in your cupboard so you don't really have to make that many decisions? For me, I will not be doing this (laughs) because I love accessories. Um, Yes, so (laughs) I will limit other things, but not necessarily my clothes. Anyway, Yes, limiting decisions and having routines can really help. As well as this, having a few goals that you're striving for. So when we're feeling lost and we don't really have direction, having a morning routine and then just a few goals, things that can really help is fitness goals. There's always something that you can be striving for in fitness or in health Um, I think it's just a really easy way to give yourself a little bit of motivation and give yourself a goal to strive for. But it can give you just a little bit of structure to your day, um, which can really help with feelings of being lost. Now, feeling behind in your 20s. This one is extremely relatable and I feel like we don't talk about it as much as it is prevalent I want to start by saying that life is not a race. Our 20s are not a race. It is not a time where we have to get through everything as quick as possible and run up this ladder. And I feel that we have so much pressure to be successful in all our endeavors because now there is with social media, it just shines a light onto 
everything that we are doing that is whether you post or not but we can definitely see what other people are doing so it makes comparison so much easier and almost instant it's this idea that we need to be leveling up constantly like bots in a video game and the idea of failure will take us back a level but that's so far from the truth it is so much value more valuable to walk down the right path really slowly than to race to the end of the wrong path and then turn back around. So living through happiness and through our values, no matter how slowly we move, will always be so much more fulfilling than grinding down someone else's definition of success or of happiness. So that is why I started this podcast It does not matter to me anymore, it did, but it doesn't anymore how slowly I move as long as I am happy in my endeavors and I'm living a passionate life and I'm living according to what I want to be doing. So I used to struggle with feelings of being behind a lot and I'm only recently starting to get over those feelings and just do what makes me happy and things will come from it. So feeling behind and comparing ourselves and our paths to our peers does nothing productive for us and only makes us feel like we aren't successful in our own lives. It's so easy to spend all this time looking at everyone else's life that we forget to live our own. And I am guilty of this. This is not me preaching that you should be doing this because I'm talking to myself here. (laughs) We do spend as a generation so much time looking at each other's lives and there have been times where I had to delete TikTok it was getting out of hand I was scrolling and scrolling down people's travel plans and just wanting to travel and I was like what am I doing if I want it that bad why don't I just go and do it so yes living through other people's lives is such a common thing and It's hard to stop because it's an addiction, but it can make us feel really behind in life and in different areas of life as well. So I was talking to some of my friends about feeling behind and people that have gone down the career path and are really successful in their career endeavors have felt like they have missed out on all the traveling when they are young. So have felt like they should have taken gap years and they look at their friends who have had all these life experiences and they feel behind in life experiences and they feel like it's almost too late to have that. Whereas people who have done all the gap years and the life experiences and spent their young years traveling are looking at their friends who have gone down the career grind early on and thinking that they're behind in their career path. So it's almost like you can't win no matter what path you go down. If we are comparing ourselves to our peers, we're never going to be happy in the path that we choose. So I think that's the most important thing to recognize is that we need to be happy in our pursuits because otherwise we will never be, we'll always be unsatisfied. We'll always be looking at what someone else has in someone else's backyard and thinking that their plants are more beautiful where they're spending their time looking in your backyard and thinking your plants more beautiful. I do think it comes down to the grass is always greener mentality. Um, 
of looking at each other's backyards and yeah thinking that each other's plants are more beautiful so let's not treat our 20s like it is a race and rush through life to prove to others that we have the abilities to level up because that's going to leave us quite unsatisfied and always chasing the wrong dreams and always chasing the wrong goals if we are constantly comparing and making goals based on what our friends are doing. So let's not do that. (laughs) Let's take time to do what we love and let's do it well. So let's walk down that path slowly, but doing things that we love versus racing through our 20s to climb a ladder that's not built for us. Okay, so we are feeling behind something that is really difficult to change because it's we've grown up with social media, we've grown up with peer comparison, we have grown up with society's opinions and expectations. How can we help this feeling? Something I am yet to do, I'm yet to do this, is a social media detox. I have been wanting to do this. I deleted TikTok, that really helped. Um, Instagram is a shocker, but <laughs> we will get there. Um So that is something that my friend has done. She's just deleted Instagram for a week. She's deleted TikTok permanently and she speaks about the benefits of it. So I will definitely do that. Another one which I have done is restructuring your social media and adjusting who you are subscribing to. So if there is a particular account that makes you feel like you're behind um, and that only promotes maybe the unrealistic parts of their life and it's not benefiting you in any way just you can mute or you can just unfollow the account if they're not a friend of yours because why what is it bringing you I have now filled my Instagram with motivational speakers and people that inspire me and people that I love so when I open Instagram that's what I see I don't see things that I don't want to be seeing and I don't get put in negative moods. Of course, it still happens where you'll be on a reel and something will come up, but most for the most part, it really, really helps. And another thing you can do is change your environment. So if there are people in your life that are making you feel behind or there is something in your environment that puts you down, makes you feel behind, that is, we explore that on episode number one then you can, of course, make changes to your environment to better suit your needs. But yes, the point of all of this is to say that we all feel lost or behind at some point. And the poll that I did just made that even more evident to me that no matter who you are and what path you went down, whether you're amazing at your career or whether you've had incredible life experiences we're all looking at each other so we might as well be doing what makes us happy and shifting your mindset from feeling lost being lost as a negative thing to looking at it as a positive and opportunistic thing so this has brought us to the end of the episode thank you so much for tuning in As always, I love to hear your feedback and your thoughts, opinions on the episode. Um, If you have stories of your own, I would love to hear them. I really love hearing from you guys. So my Instagram is 20sinspired, all lowercase. 
I look forward to hearing from you. And if you would also do me a massive favor and leave a rating and review and chuck us a follow on wherever you get your podcasts, that would be fabulous. Have a wonderful day. See you next week. Speak to you next week. (laughs) 